0: Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I am JB. That is Rick Porcello, pitcher for the Red Sox. So get your devices fired up and get some FaceTime with your favorite pitcher. Rick, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Fans, you know how this works. Push the green button, get in line, be a part of the show, ask your questions directly to Rick, talk with him yourself get me out of the way in the meantime i will use social media to keep the conversation going along you can hashtag chatting cage on twitter i will find those and read those or you can just fire it up put the comments section in the mlb fans app and i will read those and that's how it's going to work and then we'll have a good time and rick will get off and get back to work here's how it goes we'll lead it with twitter this is from uh limo what's the biggest adjustment you've had to make since moving to boston
1: uh, you know, I think the biggest adjustment I've had to make is really kind of learning how to pitch in this division. It's uh, it's a lot different than a you know pitching in the AL Central. There's you know a lot more lineups that are geared towards a home run. A lot of lineups that are geared to uh, to beat you with the big hit. And um, that's something that you know, as there is some power in the AL Central, it's not uh, you know, it's kind of not the same lineup, not the same game. So. You know, I've had to learn how to be able to control innings and and you know try and prevent giving up that big
0: hit. All right, uh, thank you for that and thank you for the question there, Walt. This is how things go. That's Rick talking about pitching in the alias. What did he do when he adjusted to Boston? Responding to a fan's question on Twitter, we have a fan live with us right now. What's your name? What's your question for Rick? Uh,
1: my name is Peter. I'm from Franklin, Massachusetts. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Red Sox fan, and my question for you was. What advice can you give to any high school ball player hoping to make it as far as into the big leagues as you? Yeah, Um, you know, I I think the biggest advice that I would say is, you know, you allow yourself to develop a passion for the game. Um, Everything about baseball I've loved, so really – that that kind of prepares you for for any kind of challenges that you might encounter throughout your career and and getting to the next level and you know if you love what you're doing you're going to be willing to work as hard as you can possibly work to to achieve your goals and i think that that's that's the biggest thing is you got to be passionate about what you do and um you know that's not saying to burn yourself out and and you know always be working at baseball and 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 kind of get uh you know like i said burnt out on it. It, it it's more you know developing that love and and allowing yourself to enjoy everything that you're doing, whether it's it's playing the game or, or doing drills on the side. A- anything like that is, is what's going to make you better and, and get to the next level.
0: A uh, Great answer from Rick for Pete, trying to figure out how to do it as a young pitcher in high school. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I'm JB. That's Rick Porcello. Get your device fired up and join us here in the cage. I'm going to get to it right away because it's a big question about a big man. The EDJ question of the day is this. Rick, what is it like being on the David Ortiz farewell tour. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. I
1: mean, uh, you know, it's pretty incredible that uh, at least I I get to look at it every day, that I get to be, uh, you know, in the clubhouse with him in his final season. And kind of, you know, I think the crazy thing is just the level that he's playing at right now. And it's remarkable that this is his last season and he's doing what he's doing. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's been pretty special to watch up to this point and just, being able to be around him and watch him on a day-to-day basis and how he goes about his business and, you know, the ultimate confidence that he has and, and that swagger that he carries around with him, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to be a part of and, and to, to see on a day-to-day, you know,
0: level. Big Poppy having a big season as he does the farewell tour. That's Rick Porcella talking about uh, getting a really good view of that tour uh, from there as the Red Sox have a season underway here in 2016. Another fan joins us. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Rick?
1: Baltimore, I was wondering what workouts you do every day to get you ready to pitch. Uh, you know, the, every day is a little bit different. Usually uh, the day after my start is is a long run day and I do a, a lower body leg <laughs> workout. And then my second day, I'll throw a bullpen and do an upper body workout um, with a bunch of, you know, arm exercises and in injury prevention exercises included with that, scap stuff and uh, shoulder strengthening things. And then um, day three is kind of more of a, a circuit conditioning day where, you know, we're doing a bunch of jump rope and, you know, shuffles and then some core work. And then day four is uh, sprints, you know, some stretching, some, some light yoga stuff and uh, get ready to pitch day five.
0: There's the full cycle. That's a great question, a great answer in there. Uh, and I wanna follow up on this, because this, you, Rick, you are talking about what it takes to, to be successful, and that passion that takes. You have to do workouts, that's a serious routine. I gotta know, what's the one of those workouts that you just can't stand doing, but know it's helping you out the most? I
1: mean, I hate running <laughs> every, I mean, I, I run basically every day, but I hate it. Uh, I hate long distance running. I don't mind sprints. Uh, longer interval running is, you know, not my favorite thing to do, but you know, that's kind of goes back to, you know, what I was saying before where it's, you know, you develop a passion and and you love what you do and you hold yourself accountable and, and you get through those sort of things. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, you know, when I'm done playing, there's I'm not going to do an ounce of running, I promise you.
0: <laughs> we know the <laughs> the retirement has no 5Ks, no half marathons, no marathons for Rick Purcello. Long way down the road. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not for me. <laughs> that's awesome. This is the Edward Jones Chatting cage I'm JB. That's Rick. Uh, get your device fired up. Join us here in the show like this fan. What's your name? Where you're from? Uh, can you move your hand? There you go, bud. Oh, Almost got it. I see you. What's your name? Where you're from? What's your question for Rick?
1: My name is Ryan. I'm from Worcester, Mass. I'm nine years old. What? When did you start to throw your curveball and how did you master it or when? Uh, I probably started throwing my curveball when I was around 15, 16, 17 years old. And, you know, kind of around my sophomore, junior <laughs> year of high school. Um, <clears throat> the mastering part, I still haven't done that. <laughs> some days it's pretty good, some days it's not um but yeah I think uh, you know there's a lot of emphasis on younger guys like yourself you know throwing curveballs too early and um, you know you don't need to you have plenty of time to, to learn how to throw a curveball I think uh, you know the best thing that you could do for yourself is to focus on throwing a fastball and a changeup and being able to throw strikes with those and then um, you know as you get older and you know your body develops a little bit more and, and you're a little bit more prepared to throw a curveball and you can handle it the stress on your elbow then um, it's a more appropriate time for you to start throwing it. But, uh, yeah, I'd say around my sophomore junior year of high school, I started throwing a curveball.
0: Started then and still working on the mastery of it, folks. That's uh, a great, honest answer from Rick yep, Porcello. Yeah, every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good question there, young man. Thank you for that. Uh, let's go to the MLB Fans app now while other people get their devices fired up. This is from New FZ speaking to the pitches and, and curveballs. What's the one pitch, Rick, you would love to add to your arsenal? Oh.
1: You know, I I'd really love to have a wipeout slider. <laughs> uh, I think that would make my life a lot easier on the mound. Um I've got a little I've got a little slider cutter now that whatever you want to call it, but uh you know, I see a lot of guys that are able to put away hitters with, you know, righties and lefties with a wipeout slider and it just they make it look easy from the side and it uh it's something I, that I wish I've wish I could throw and I've tried to throw it from you know, since I got to the big leagues and I just have a hard time doing it, it's not, uh, just doesn't work for me. But that's definitely a pitch I wish I'd have.
0: Looking for that wipeout slider uh, as things go on. We continue with the MLB fans app. Uh, this should be a pretty good one. Uh, Eli Simba, I think that's how that name goes. Might be broken down a different way, but that's what I'm going with. Uh, if you were stranded on a desert island, Rick, which teammate would you bring with you? <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I'd probably bring Mookie Betts because right now it looks like that man can do just about anything. (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know if I could take Petey. Petey would probably, you know, he'd wear me out too much. He'd get on me and my mental psyche would just be completely diminished with with Dustin. Uh, You know, I'd I'd say Mookie probably. He looks like uh, he's got it all figured out, so...
0: (laughs) That's a great strategy. I like that a lot. Mookie probably get you back <laughs> off the island somehow. We'll figure it out. Uh, this is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, folks. Use the MLB Fans app to join us here in the show or hashtag Chatting Cage on Twitter, and I'll read the question or use your device to join the show like this fan. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question? Hey, I'm uh, Connor from Massachusetts, and my question for you is, what player or teammate have you learned the most from in your career?
1: I think that there's a couple of guys that that I've learned a lot from and and I don't know if I can particularly put it on one individual but I'd say talking to veteran hitters you know guys like David Ortiz uh, when I was in Detroit guys like Victor Martinez Miguel Cabrera Dustin Pedroia those guys they give you the insight on what a hitter's seeing and feeling in the box and it's something that you don't necessarily see or, or know on the mound you're always thinking about throwing the ball and you don't really know what's going through that guy's head and, and talking to those guys and, and understanding what you know, pitch sequences and how you're attacking hitters, how it can kinda of mess them up or kinda of put them on their heels a little bit has definitely helped me a lot over the course of my career and it's helped me to be a lot more efficient with my pitches and um, you know, try not to repeat mistakes and understand um, what, you know, good quality veteran hitters in the major leagues are, are looking for and what they're trying to do with the plate.
0: Insights there from Rick for a great question from Connor. We go back to the MLB Fans app, uh, and there's a bunch of different variations of it, so I'm going to sort of summarize it and give it here to mweg 517. For you, Rick, what's it been like being a part of that Yankee-Red Sox rivalry?
1: It's been a lot of fun. I, uh, I grew up in New Jersey. I was a Mets fan, but uh, obviously, you know, I saw the, the Yankee-Red Sox rivalry when it was, you know, really uh, really at its peak um, in the early 2000s and stuff and it's it's pretty cool to, to be able to go uh, you know compete against the Yankees the amount of times that we do a year and, and to feel that energy within that series um, you know that's that's what that's what it's all about. It's all about the excitement and, and playing in front of an atmosphere like that that you get at Fenway or you get at uh, Yankee Stadium when when both those two teams match up so it's, it's been cool.
0: Uh, And cool to see as well, watching that rivalry unfold over this season. Talking to Rick Percello about the big rivalry between the Red Sox and the Yankees, what it's like being a part of this. This is the Edward Jones chatting cage. We're about to wrap things up. Hopefully, we get another fan in here, though, to get a question in, or we'll go back to social media. Oh, we did get a fan, which is outstanding. What's your name? Where you're from? What's your question? Hi,
1: my name's Owen. Um, I'm from Burlington, Ontario. I'm 12 years old, and my question is, what was it like pitching on the Red Sox for the first time? Uh, it was exciting. I was definitely, definitely nervous. You know, coming, coming to Boston and playing in front of uh, the atmosphere in Fenway Park, and having that be, you know, your home ballpark was, was, you know, it was a lot different than being in Detroit, and something that took a little getting used to. And, and, um, but, you know, I think once you get the opportunity to play here, and you get the opportunity to play in front of uh, you know, the fans here in Boston, it's you really don't want to play anywhere else. It's the atmosphere day in, day out, night in, night out here at Fenway is uh, it's second to none. So, you know, really fortunate and my first time coming over here, I, I saw that pretty quickly and uh, was definitely happy that I was going to be here for the next five years.
0: There you have it. A lot of great young fans. they having good questions for Rick Porcello. Rick, did you have a good time talking to fans today? Had a great time. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for the questions. Awesome. That's Rick Porcello. I'm JB. We'll see you, fans, on the next round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage.